ever get through, but here we are. I'm Jill. It's so great to be here with you on this final day as we've turned the page in the chapter of our own lives. And we have turned the page in the story of the Word of God. Today we are continuing in the book of Exodus, reading chapters 4, 5, and 6. We have been introduced to this essential person, man named Moses, in our reading, and we're going to be with Moses for a while. And we are going to see the integrity of a man who led a people who will endure much. And I'm sure we will identify in the struggle of that journey. So Exodus chapter four, this week we're reading the New English translation. Moses answered again, and if they do not believe me or pay attention to me, but say, the Lord has not appeared to you, the Lord said to him, what is that in your hand? He said, a staff. The Lord said, throw it to the ground. So he threw it to the ground and it became a snake and Moses ran from it. But the Lord said to Moses, put out your hand and grab it by the tail. So he put out his hand and caught it and it became a staff in his hand that they may believe that the Lord, the God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has appeared to you. The Lord also said to him, put your hand into your robe. So he put his hand into his robe and when he brought it out, there was his hand, leprous like snow. He said, put your hand back into your robe. So he put his hand back into his robe and when he brought it out from his robe, there it was, restored like the rest of his skin. If they do not believe you or pay attention to the former sign, then they may believe the latter sign. And if they do not believe even when these two signs or listen to you, then take some water from the Nile and pour it out on the dry ground. The water you take out of the Nile will become blood on the dry ground. Then Moses said to the Lord, O oh my Lord, I am not an eloquent man, neither in the past nor since you have spoken to your servant. For I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. The Lord said to him, Who gave a mouth to man? Or who makes a person mute or deaf or seeing or blind? Is it not I, the Lord? So now go, and I will be with your mouth and will teach you what you must say. But Moses said, O oh my Lord, please send anyone else whom you wish to send. Then the Lord became angry with Moses, and he said, what about your brother Aaron the Levite? I know that he can speak very well. Moreover, he is coming to meet you, and when he sees you, he will be glad in his heart. So you are to speak to him and put the words in his mouth. And as for me, I will be with your mouth and with his mouth, and I will teach you both what you must do. He will speak for you to the people, and it will be as if he were your mouth and as if you were his God. You will also take in your hand this staff with which you will do the signs. So Moses went back to his father-in-law Jethro and said to him, Let me go so that I may return to my relatives in Egypt and see if they are still alive. Jethro said to Moses, Go in peace. The Lord said to Moses in Midian, Go back to Egypt, 
because all the men who were seeking your life are dead. Then Moses took his wife and sons and put them on a donkey and headed back to the land of Egypt, and Moses took the staff of God in his hand. The Lord said to Moses, When you go back to Egypt, see that you do before Pharaoh all the wonders I have put under your control. But I will harden his heart, and he will not let the people go. You must say to Pharaoh, This is what the Lord has said. Israel is my son, my firstborn. And I said to you, Let my son go, that he may serve me. But since you have refused to let him go, I will surely kill your firstborn. Now on the way, at a place where they stopped for the night, the Lord met Moses and sought to kill him. But Sipporah took a flint knife, cut off the foreskin of her son, and touched it to Moses' feet and said, Surely you are a bridegroom of blood to me. So the Lord let him alone. At that time, she said, A bridegroom of blood, referring to the circumcision. The Lord said to Aaron, Go to the wilderness to meet Moses. So he went and met him at the mountain of God and greeted him with a kiss. Moses told Aaron all the words of the Lord who had sent him and all the signs that he had commanded him. Then Moses and Aaron went and brought together all the Israelite elders. Aaron spoke all the words that the Lord had spoken to Moses and did the signs in the sight of the people, and the people believed. When they heard that the Lord had attended to the Israelites and that he had seen their affliction, they bowed down close to the ground. Afterward, Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and said, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, has said. Release my people so that they may hold a pilgrim feast to me in the wilderness. But Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord that I should obey him by releasing Israel? I do not know the Lord, and I will not release Israel. And they said, The God of the Hebrews has met with us. Let us go a three-day journey into the wilderness so that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God, so that he does not strike us with plague or the sword. The king of Egypt said to them, Moses and Aaron, why do you cause the people to refrain from their work? Return to your labor. Pharaoh was thinking, the people of the land are now many, and you are giving them rest from their labor. That same day, Pharaoh commanded the slave masters and foremen who were over the people, you must no longer give straw to the people for making bricks as before. Let them go and collect straw for themselves but you must require of them the same quota of bricks that they were making before. Do not reduce it, for they are slackers. That is why they are crying, Let us go sacrifice to our God. Make the work harder for the men so they will keep at it and pay no attention to lying words. So the slave masters of the people and their foremen went to the Israelites and said, Thus says Pharaoh, I am not giving you straw, you go get straw for yourselves wherever you can find it, because there will be no reduction at all in your workload. So the people spread out through all the land of Egypt to collect stubble for straw. The slave masters were pressuring them, saying, Complete your work for each day, just like when there was straw. The Israelite foremen whom Pharaoh's slave masters had set over them were beaten and were asked, Why did you not complete your requirement for brickmaking as in the past, both yesterday and today. The Israelite foreman went and cried out to Pharaoh, 
Why are you treating your servants this way? No straw is given to your servants, but we are told, Make bricks. Your servants are even being beaten, but the fault is with your people. But Pharaoh replied, You are slackers, slackers. That is why you are saying, Let us go sacrifice to the Lord. So now get back to work. You will not be given straw, but you must still produce your quota of bricks. The Israelite foremen saw that they were in trouble when they were told, You must not reduce the daily quota of your bricks. When they went out from Pharaoh, they encountered Moses and Aaron standing there to meet them, and they said to them, May the Lord look on you and judge, because you have made us stink in the opinion of Pharaoh and his servants, so that you have given them an excuse to kill us. Moses returned to the Lord and said, Lord, why have you caused trouble for this people? Why did you ever send me? From the time I went to speak to Pharaoh in your name, he has caused trouble for this people, and you have certainly not rescued them. Then the Lord said to Moses, Now you will see what I will do to Pharaoh. For compelled by my strong hand, he will release them, and by my strong hand, he will drive them out of his land. God spoke to Moses and said to him, I am the Lord. I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as God Almighty. But by my name, the Lord, I was not known to them. I also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, where they were living as resident foreigners. I have also heard the groaning of the Israelites, whom the Egyptians are enslaving, and I have remembered my covenant. Therefore, tell the Israelites, I am the Lord. I will bring you out from your enslavement to the Egyptians. I will rescue you from the hard labor they impose, and I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with great judgments. I will take you to myself for a people, and I will be your God. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God, who brought you out from your enslavement to the Egyptians. I will bring you to the land I swore to give to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, and I will give it to you as a possession. I am the Lord. Moses told this to the Israelites, but they did not listen to him because of their discouragement and hard labor. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go tell Pharaoh, king of Egypt, that he must release the Israelites from his land. But Moses replied to the Lord, If the Israelites did not listen to me, then how will Pharaoh listen to me since I speak with difficulty? The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron and gave them a charge for the Israelites and Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to bring the Israelites out of the land of Egypt. These were the heads of their father's households. The sons of Reuben, the firstborn son of Israel, were Hanak, and Palu, Hezron, and Carmi. These were the clans of Reuben. The sons of Simeon were Jemuel, Jamin, Ohad, Jachin, Zohar, and Shal, the son of a Canaanite woman. These were the clans of Simeon. Now these were the names of the sons of Levi according to their records, Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. The length of Levi's life was 137 years. The sons of Gershon by their families were Libni and Shimei. The sons of Kohath were Amram, Izhar, Hebron, and Uziel. The length of Kohath's life was 133 years. The sons of Merari were 
Melhi, and Mushai. These were the clans of Levi, according to their records. Amram married his father's sister, Jochebed, and she bore him Aaron and Moses. The length of Amram's life was 137 years. The sons of Iskar were Korah, Nepeg, and Zikri. The sons of Uziel were Mishael, Elzaphan, and Zithri. Aaron married Elisheba, the daughter of Amminadab and sister of Nashon, and she bore him Nadab and Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar. The sons of Korah were Aser, Elkanah, and Abiasaph. These were the Korahite clans. Now Eleazar, son of Aaron, married one of the daughters of Petul, and she bore him Phinehas. These were the heads of the father's households of Levi, according to their clans. It was the same Aaron and Moses to whom the Lord said, Bring the Israelites out of the land of Egypt by their regiments. They were the men who were speaking to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, in order to bring the Israelites out of Egypt. It was the same Moses and Aaron. When the Lord spoke to Moses in the land of Egypt, he said to him, I am the Lord. Tell Pharaoh, king of Egypt, all that I am telling you. But Moses said before the Lord, Since I speak with difficulty, why should Pharaoh listen to me? We have a further dialogue, a, a little deeper, maybe next level uh, of the continuation of what took place yesterday. Moses and his brother Aaron are reunited and God is sending Moses back to speak direct instruction to Pharaoh. And let's just maybe recognize that God is sending Moses directly to speak to a ruler, Pharaoh, who has no belief no recognition of his same God whatsoever. Uh, maybe sometimes we do something similar, but God didn't send us. <laughs> God didn't ask us to to go and speak to that person and and get so upset that smoke starts coming out of your ears and debate with them and argue and plead. Uh, maybe that's producing nothing. But in this case. In this scenario, God is speaking direct assignments, direct instruction to Moses, and he's going to have to trust God in the process because it's not just that Pharaoh may be stubborn or hard-hearted. It is that Pharaoh has zero fear of the great I am, zero reverence, zero belief. So is Moses going to come against opposition? Oh, you betcha. Is Moses going to have to trust God every step of the way? Oh, you betcha. But is God revealing to Moses the plan? I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as God Almighty. There's that name that he speaks of himself, God Almighty. But by my name, the Lord, I was not known to them. I also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, where they were living as resident foreigners, 
I've also heard the groaning of the Israelites, whom the Egyptians are slaving, and I have remembered my covenant. Therefore, tell the Israelites, I am the Lord. I will bring you out from your enslavement to the Egyptians. I will rescue you from the hard labor they impose, and I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with great judgments. I will take you to myself for a people, and I will be your God. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God who brought you out from your enslavement to the Egyptians. I will bring you to the land I swore to give to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, and I will give it to you as a possession. I am the Lord. Moses tells this to the Israelites, but they don't listen because of the discouragement of the hard labor. And this is what I love. In the discouragement of life, in the discouragement of hard stuff that we all will have to go through. We are not living in the perpetual blessing of the Lord where we are shielded and indestructible from hardships. We live in a fallen world, but God never forgets his promises to us. Even though we may be overshadowed by discouragement, we should never forget the promises of God. We have the hope of eternal life, life and life more abundantly. So whatever discouragement that we may find ourselves in, we must lift our head, look high, and look toward the one where our hope is safe, secure, and indestructible because of who God is. Father, we thank you for your word today. We say this a lot around here, but we thank you that you are safe because so many people cannot be, so many situations can make us just feel lost and unsecure, but we are secure in you. You are our sure foundation. Our hope is not contingent on the outcome of our circumstance. Our hope should be a prerequisite of our faith. They go hand in hand, faith, hope, and love. I pray Father, through this reading today, we would understand the importance of listening to your voice, knowing the assignment, knowing what it is that you've asked us to do, even for the day, what we do not need to engage in and what we undoubtedly need to do, knowing that you are with us, that you never forsake us, that you are good. Thank you that we can get to know your heart We don't get to just know about you. We get to know the heart of God as you know the heart of your people. We thank you for this time we have shared together with you and thank you for meeting with us. We pray this all now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Daily Audio Bible, that is 
home base, check it on out. If you have not, take a look around, download the app, uh, take a look around the store. You can get familiarized with the merchandise there. Uh, there have been some very specific products created to enhance your journey through the Bible. So if you've not taken a little peeky, go ahead and take a little peeky. <laughs> if you'd like to partner with us, we thank you so much. We could not do this without you. And we're grateful that we do not have to. If you're giving by mail, DAB PO Box, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. DAB PO Box 1996. Did I miss that? I think I did. I, I think I just need to slow down here for a second. My mind, it races with this coffee. PO Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. Or you can click the give icon. It's up at the top right hand corner of your mobile device. If you need prayer, if you'd like to pray for someone that's previously called in, several different ways for you to do so. 800-583-2164. Or once again, utilizing that mobile app, hit the red circle button up at the top right hand corner. You have two minutes on the prayer line. Hit submit at the end really important step turn that wheel over to chronological so it can get to the right channel if you miss that step it will get lost unfortunately so send it on over i hope you will stay tuned tomorrow we have a really exciting announcement uh something that we have not done in a while and uh you're gonna have to come back tomorrow to check it out so please do so if you'd like to connect with fellow dabbers, we ask that you use our social media platforms specifically designed for further connection. Daily Audio Bible, DAB Friends, Daily Audio Bible Chronological, DABC Friends. And please note on the DAB Friends and the DABC Friends, there will be security questions that you need to answer to get into that page. And uh, that is for a specific reason, uh, mostly for the safety of our listeners. And that is one way that we can help keep those pages a little bit more safe. If you are a gal, uh, you can come on over to My Little Playground Daily Audio Bible Women, just like any of those pages or click follow and you will get the daily encouragements and announcements. That's what's happening. That's it for me today. I'm Jill. We're going to turn the page together tomorrow. I'm Jill. I look forward to it. Until then, love one another. Gina from California. This is Adrian, his mighty tortoise from Maryland. I just finished listening to you and your deep betrayal and hurt by your roommate and former person who worked for you with your in your business. What awful. How awful. And I'm so sorry, my goodness. Um, I, I just, I'm gonna keep this quick to keep it well under two minutes, but I, um, you guys are probably, probably gonna hear this a little bit here and there, but I grew up with deep hurts from my dad and I finally found out that the only way I could forgive my dad was to ask God to forgive him for me. And you might find this helpful, Gina, is 
because you're not going to be able to forgive him otherwise. You don't have the strength. I didn't have the strength to forgive my dad. And, but God forgave him for me, and that helped. That, gave, that made a world of difference. I hope this helps you. This is your friend Adrian in Maryland. I love you. Good morning, Dabsy family. This is the burning bush that will not be devoured for the glory of our God and King. Ah, y'all. Praying for my son. God has definitely been moving in his life. My older son, 25-year-old. Um, praying for continuous wisdom. Praying for my husband and I that God will um, strengthen our marriage. That God's divine will will be done that I will yield to God's direction and then praying for those out there who are struggling with illnesses praying for my friend who um, needs a place to stay and she's having difficulties finding lodging um, in a different state than where I am praying to God for breakthrough for her in the name of Jesus thank you all love you all bye good morning my name is Pam, and I'm calling from Utah. Um, I'm really enjoying uh, this study, and uh, this is my first year. Jill and China are just an amazing team. Um, I'm calling uh, today for prayer for my son. His name is Scott. Um, he's 34, lives in California, and um, he is in need of heart surgery. Um, he's on the spectrum high functioning, but on the spectrum, and um, isn't entirely aware um, of what um, the surgery is going to entail. Um, he has Marfan syndrome, and uh, it's a connective tissue um, disorder, and um, he uh, is needing heart surgery because of a, an aortic aneurysm um, believed to be caused because of the Marfan's. Um, syndrome. So um, today I'm asking for prayer um, for my son. So let's pray. I believe in the power of prayer and I'm asking for prayer for my son. Father God, reach down and touch Scott. Literally heal his heart. Give him comfort and patience in the healing process. Guide the hands and the hearts um, of the entire medical team that has been entrusted to his care. And give me strength as I need to stay strong for him. It's in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much, everybody. Hello and hi. Good day to you. Good afternoon. Whenever you're listening, um, hope you're well, DABC family. I just wanted to call in and leave a message because something I was thinking about. And I felt that I hope we can all be encouraged. As it's been mentioned, this is a great space for different things, for reading and studying scriptures together and, and learning together. And I, and I love the community and God's grace. And for sure, those of us who pray, we send in prayer requests. It's a great time to be heard. And I just wanted to really encourage that. I know that it's very likely, it's very possible that sometimes we send in messages and we might not seem to hear a specific person mention us or call out our names or our prayer requests. And I just wanted to mention that sometimes that can happen, but please do not be discouraged and please let it not um, register um, inaccurately. Like people are seeing you, people are hearing you. 
Um, I just felt like saying it and leaving a message about that because at the end of the day, not by our own power or mind or our own mental capacity um, of in and of itself or because of God's grace, 